Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Hey, welcome again to Growing in Grace. I'm Joel Brzezinski. Mike Kapler is with me. It's the Cap and the Breeze Band getting together for our weekly discussion about, you know, the foundational aspects of our life in Christ, the essence of our life being the grace and the unconditional love of God. Hey, Cap, how you doing? Well, you know, we've had uh, three weeks with Steve McVeigh. It's been a it's been a really good uh, time spending uh, you know spending some time with Steve and now we're back doing our regular program here. Yeah, I did like talking with Steve. That was a real blessing for me, and I know it was for you too, Joel. But yeah, we're we're back into the saddle again, as they say. Like you said, foundational truths of what the gospel really is. That's kind of what growing in grace is all about. You see, because there are people who, and I was one of these for a long time, who want to move on. They want to graduate from the simple things, Joel, and move on to more complex things and and grow spiritually and all of that. And there's probably a place for for that. But the problem is that so many of us have a hard time just getting the simple gospel, our understanding of that, in place so that everything else can spring off of that properly. You know, having the right foundation, and even when I say that, when I talk about the foundation, I bet a lot of people have different religious thoughts based on past teachings that they've had go through their mind. I'm talking about the, the right foundation of who you are in Christ, and, and that's something that we've been talking about for, for close to five years here on Growing in Grace, the, the very foundation of your identity in Christ. So many people don't really understand that, and so then so many other things in, in their Christian life sort of get out of line. Joel, I'll be, my wife will tell you this, I am not a handyman. I am, I'm, I'm not Mr. Fix-It. I am terrible with any kind of a tool. You do not want me doing anything around the house, hardly. And not anything complex anyway. But I do know that if the foundation of a house is not proper, if it's not built the way that it should be, then the rest of the house is going to be messed up. And sometimes we've got beams and pillars of truth that spring off of a crooked foundation. Mm -hmm. And that messes everything else up in our thought process. And there are so many things that we can't understand because we haven't been brought up on the right foundation of our identity in Christ. And that's why we do the program that we do. Yeah, and you know, the whole uh, idea of, you know, behind my uh, the website that I have, Grace Roots, you know, it's the roots, the foundation, you know, being rooted and grounded in the essence of life, which is God's love and his grace and our solid and secure identity that we have in him. We're going to be talking about that today. And in our programs, before our three programs with Steve McVeigh, we had been talking about the fact that we are accepted by God, the fact that he loves us unconditionally, the fact that he's faithful to us, even when we're unfaithful, that we are solidly and securely grounded in him and in union with him. We're going to talk some more about some of this foundational stuff, like uh, how it all came to be and the fact that we are righteous. You know, it's in Romans 5, Paul's talking about how it was through one's man's disobedience. This is Romans 5.19, and he's talking about Adam. 
you know, the, the very first human being. For as one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So it was through the disobedience of the one man, Adam, that people were made sinners. But Paul goes on to say, so also by one man's obedience, he's talking about Jesus, by one man's obedience, many will be made righteous. So it was through the disobedience of Adam that people were made sinners. You know, all of us were born into sin, and it wasn't because we ever sinned. It was because we were born with the nature of Adam. And now that we've been born again through faith uh, in Jesus Christ, uh, we have been made righteous through his obedience. It's not through our own obedience. It's not through anything that we ever do. And even when we were sinners, you know, even if we did a righteous act, even if we did righteous things, we were still considered uh, still considered sinners. <laughs> and now even... As we are made righteous in the Lord Jesus Christ, it's still through his obedience and not through our acts that we remain righteous. Even if we do things that aren't according to our new nature, we're still accredited and we're still totally and completely righteous because of the obedience of the one man, Jesus Christ. Well, you hit a couple things on the head there, Joel. Uh, first of all, we, we all inherited sin and became a sinner because of what Adam did. Yes, we have all fallen short, we have all sinned, but even before that, we were born into sin because uh, Adam was our daddy. And so even people who had great faith in that Old Testament and that Old Covenant were still considered sinners. Another important point that you made, Joel. And today, because of the obedience of the second Adam, or the last Adam, Jesus Christ, because of his righteous act, now many are made righteous and this is because, <laughs> this is because, now listen, because we've been made righteous, I, I still may do some things that would reflect the, on the same thing as what a sinner would do. Now you just mentioned, Joel, that even, even though people did some good things and, and great faith was sometimes displayed in the Old Covenant, they were still sinners. Even under the New Covenant, even though we have now been declared the righteousness of God in Christ, we have been declared perfect. We'll talk about that here in just a little bit. I still sometimes will do something different than what my identity really is. Sometimes I don't always behave like how I really am. I am now no longer considered a sinner by Bible definition. I am considered a, a believer, a saint. I am righteous. I've been perfected. I am holy. I am blameless. All these things are now a part of my identity, but sometimes I will still do the wrong thing. But that doesn't change who I am. Don't confuse what you do with who you are. Yes, exactly. It's our identity that we have received by birth. It's not by our actions. Again, uh, Adam's identity uh, that we inherited, we inherited that by birth. And then the Bible says that we died. As Christians, we died with Christ and then were raised again with him. And so the identity that we have it's an identity that is holy, righteous, complete, sanctified. You know, all those good words uh, that we could bring out. It's all because of the obedience of Jesus Christ. It's all because we've been made alive together with him. Not because of our actions. Our actions have not made us righteous. But rather it's the blood of Jesus uh, that has forgiven us and, and has you know, taken away our sins and then being raised again with him uh, that we have been made new in life that we've received the newness of life and you know a lot of people in, in this in this passage that i talked about here in romans five nineteen, 
know, Paul goes on to say, what, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? And, the, and that is a good word from Paul, but the unfortunate thing is that people zone in on that. They focus on that, and they make the Christian life all about not sinning. It's like, it's as if Paul wrote nothing else but that uh, simple uh, couple of sentences there. And uh, instead of reading on and seeing his whole point that he's making here, he says, Do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? And of course, he's not talking about water baptism. The word baptized there is is a word that means immersed. We were immersed into Jesus and, and into his death. He goes on to say that we've been united together in the likeness of his death. Certainly we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. And and here's what I love that Paul says here. Knowing this, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. And so that's the fact. That's the truth. We died with Jesus Christ, and we have been made free from sin. We are no longer slaves to sin. And so we can walk in this newness of life uh, that Paul talks about in verse 4. We can walk in this newness of life, uh, realizing that it's all because of the obedience of, of the one man, Jesus Christ, that we have this new life and this righteousness and this holiness. Well, and let's focus on that obedience of Jesus Christ, because, you know, so much of what is taught in in the church world, Joel, and we're not against church, by the way, it's just that sometimes people have been brought up, again, uh, having been taught on a wrong foundation of what the gospel really is, many people have been taught that we're to try to become like Christ, work on trying to become more like Him, when, as we've talked about for the past several years on this show, as a believer in Christ, you have already become like Him. This is a part of your new identity. You're no longer having to work and strive to become something God declares you already to be. Let me just read this real quick, Joel, from Bertie Britt's. Got this off Facebook. It's mind-boggling here. And you may have to rewind this and go back and listen to it. He says this, Obedience is defined in Jesus Christ and not your ability to conform to the demands of the law or any system. He obeyed on your behalf and his obedience has been imputed to us all. Can you believe this? In Christ, you can never be disobedient again. This is the security we have. I I read that through several times, Joel, and I thought, this is really good news. Who, as an unbeliever, would not uh, want to run to the cross and, and confess Christ as Lord to believe on his name after hearing something like that? Yes, exactly. And unfortunately, we've not, you know, and I'm talking about the church as a whole, that's not been the message uh, that either we've given to unbelievers or that we've spread throughout the church. It's always been based upon how obedient can I be? It's all up to me to be obedient. It's all up to my works. It's all up to you know my efforts to please God when really it all comes down to the very simple message of Christ's obedience through which many have been made righteous and and made holy and have been risen again to new life. And then what Bernie said there, can we believe this? That's really the difference. It's not a complicated thing. It's just a matter of do you believe it or don't you believe it? And that's really where it's at. And and we can walk in confidence. We can walk in assurance 
when we believe that simple truth that it's all about the obedience of Jesus Christ. You know, when we get the focus back on us again, it really misses the whole point of the gospel because we just strive, we hunger, the flesh hungers, I should say, to to want to take credit and somehow take the responsibility of what became the responsibility of Christ. Everything was laid out upon him. Everything. All of our guilt, all of our shame, our disobedience, uh, everything was laid out on him, and, and it's all wrapped up in him now, and he's the focus. It's no longer about us trying to do or trying to be. He has done all the work, and it is finished. I think what we'll talk about next time here on Growing in Grace, we're going to take this a, a little bit of a step further and talk about some things. Well, what about those people who just continue in a lifestyle of sin? Let's talk about some of that and, and how it relates to us as Christians today. Yeah, Cap, I think that'd be really great stuff to talk about because, you know, you and me, we're a couple of guys who are each week trying to share an undiluted message of the gospel of grace and peace. And as such, and and it's not just us, but everyone who uh, is out there preaching and sharing this wonderful gospel, this, the pure gospel, we get questions and we get accused uh, sometimes of preaching a gospel of licentiousness. So it'll be good to address this next week here on Growing in Grace. I'm Joel Brzezinski, along with Mike Kapler. Feel free to check out everything that's going on over at graceroots.org, including uh, past archives of our programs, and we'll see you again next week. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard weekly on Gracewalk Internet Radio and other online sources around the world. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.